A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. And welcome to another DTNS Labs interview episode. I'm Tom Merritt, and uh, very happy to have with me today Chuck Latornos, who's going to share a story about how a smartwatch, I don't know if saved your life might be too uh, too intense, but but pretty close. It, it definitely uh, warded off some health scares. Uh, Chuck, of course, is the editor and publisher of RandomAccess.com. You've probably seen him on the British Tech Network, BTN, Ewan Rankin's uh, awesome network. Also writes for Macworld and Fast Company. Chuck, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Tom. After those couple of stories, I'm, I'm happy to be anywhere, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure. So let's start with a couple of years ago. Uh, and uh, you may have seen this written up at Macworld as well, folks, uh, back in 2016. Uh, what, what happened there? This is, this is the scariest of the two stories, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, this is by far the scariest. And, and this is the one that gets closest to, you know, the Apple Watch really did save my life. And it's not just a kind of clickbait mm-hmm. headline. Um, I was in the office and preparing to go visit my daughter who lives in Georgia. I'm from New Jersey. So it was going to be an 800-mile drive, um, had a lot to do at work to get ready to, to go, to take the time off. So I was feeling a little bit stressed. Um, but I started getting these kind of pounding feelings in my chest. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my watch, and the, the, the heart rate monitor on my watch was telling me that my heart rate was pretty high for me. Um, you know, normally I'm in the, the high 60s, low 70s. Uh, and it At was, rest, uh, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I don't know, 85, 90. Uh, and I could feel it. Um, long story short, the, the day went on, I kind of ignored it, put it off to just, you know, anxiety or, or stress or whatever. But even sitting down, that stupid watch kept, you know, letting me know that mm-hmm. my, my heart rate was really high. So I finally took it seriously enough to say, all right, let me take a look at it. Um, went down to the office nurse. She thought I was having a heart attack. Um, you know, they brought an ambulance for me. And, you know, that, that's that's really an exciting way to leave your building yeah, is I'm sure. <laughs> on a stretcher, um, which I wouldn't let them do. I made them at least walk, let me walk out, which was probably not my smartest decision of the day. Um, but it turned out it wasn't a, a heart attack at all. I had a, a hereditary condition called factor five Leiden, which makes my blood more susceptible to clotting. Um, so w- what I had was pulmonary embolisms, blood clots that mm. were blocking arteries in my heart and lungs. Um, the doctors did that night, you know, they weren't sure I was going to make it. Um, and had I not gotten med- medical attention when I did, and I only did it because of what the watch was convincing me of, um, I might not have made it through that night. So, you know, I don't think it's a stretch to say that, yeah, at that time it did probably save my life. And And it really struck home with me because I have had – 
situations where you know heart palpitations, your heart pounding, uh, and and wrote it off to anxiety, uh, or or had situations where I'm, I felt a little weird, but I was busy with something. So when you sure. when you told in in your Macworld story that part about, but you know I wasn't going to let my wife and my daughter down. Uh, I was just going to power through. That impulse is incredibly powerful, and anybody who hasn't experienced that probably doesn't realize just how powerful that is to just ignore something. Which on paper you're like, how could you ignore that? You know, <laughs> exactly. And, and and so when what you said about having the external validation to say no you you're not imagining it that that's incredibly important yeah i think that was really big and i and i got a lot of those comments after the article was you know what kind of moron are you that didn't recognize <laughs> you know you're you're having these issues and you're you're absolutely right you have so many other things on your mind that a medical condition would be a terrible inconvenience when you're about to go on a trip right and you can attribute it to all sorts of other things but it was that you know that blinking red dot and those numbers on my watch that convinced me that it wasn't just my imagination. It wasn't just something I could shrug off. And I really did need to go do something about it. Yeah, because you don't want to be sick. Nobody wants to be sick. So if you can, you know, rationalize that you're not, uh, that's that's a natural tendency. Mm. And, and I know there's some, there's some debate over how accurate uh, these trackers are. But the fact of the matter is here in this particular situation, it didn't matter whether it was giving you an accurate, you know, beats per minute. What mattered was the interval. It was saying, you're usually here, whatever that number is. And right now you're way up here. So whether it's accurate or not, there's a big delta between those two. And that means something's wrong. That, that's right. And whether it was, you know, 146 beats a minute or 143 beats a minute didn't really matter. It was, you know, way too fast is, is the technical term for it, I think. Yeah, uh, I I went back and looked uh, at my Apple Watch records after reading your story, mm. and I had had one alert back in March that I don't remember ever getting. <laughs> uh, so, a- again, I think another part of this story is not that oh he got one alert and then you know panicked and ran to the hospital. You kept getting him and kept saying no, we're we're still noticing something. It's not a glitch. It's not a one time error. Right. And some of those times, you know, when I did just sit at my desk for a while and try to rest, I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. But the watch was telling me that the the my my heart rate was still elevated. So yeah. even if you feel fine, you know, it, you're not always as fine as you think. And and the other thing that I think you did right, uh, and and that people should consider is you didn't use the Apple Watch as the end of your diagnosis. You said, well, if it's telling me this, I should go get a medical opinion. You went down to the nurse, right. All right, let's talk about uh, your more recent article uh, that you published about another health crisis. Uh, This one may be a little less frightening in the short term, but certainly no less serious. Yeah, yeah. And and I should say up front that by no means do I want my beat now to be reporting on my own health crises. (laughs) Please, yeah, I get that. (laughs) I hope this is the last one. Right. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it had been, you know, I hadn't written an article for, for Macworld for two years after that. And, you know, the the health one was my last in 2016. Um, and I got very nice notes af- right afterwards. And then a couple of years later, I would get some notes from people saying, you know, we know I noticed that you're not very active on Twitter. Um, is everything okay? <laughs> and um, 
And I'm, you're like, I have apologize. you read Twitter lately, <laughs> folks? <laughs> there, there could be other reasons. Yeah, that's right. Um, but but yeah, so when I had another sort of health crisis, I, I wanted to make sure that I did write about it, let people know I'm still here. There are things that you can do about these uh, health situations that involve technology, but not just technology. Um, the first time I wrote about it, I got nice notes about how inspiring my article was and how it you know, prompted people to get their own health checked. And I didn't want to miss the opportunity to do that one again. This time, I, this was not something that the Apple Watch was going to alert me about. But I, th I thought that it was a good opportunity, a good chance for the Apple Watch to help me through it. So in this case, um, I, had, I had gained some weight. Um, as I say in the article, there was more of me to love. Hmm. Um, and uh, I didn't really feel any symptoms, but it turned out that um, I had high blood sugar and I had um, type, onset of type 2 diabetes. Now, that runs in my family. I had a predisposition to it, but... But the extra luggage that I was carrying around certainly didn't help things. Mm -hmm. So I had gotten really good at ignoring the notifications on my Apple Watch that tell me to stand every hour um, and those kind of things. I'd never really used it that much as a fitness device. And I said, okay, let's put it to the test. So what I did at first was simply you know, stand when I got those prompts. I learned to listen to the prompts rather than ignore them. Um, eventually, I started walking around a little bit more. I said, let's see if these rings really can can motivate me, can do things for me. So I would start to take walks around my building, uh, around the outside, or if the weather was bad, I'd do laps up and down the floors and inside the building, tracking my activity on the watch, just using the built-in um, uh, workout apps on there. Uh, my goal was to try to get three miles of brisk walking in a day. Um, and that started to work. I could see the pounds start to come off. Mm -hmm. um, my doctors had also told me that I needed to cut out sugar and, and carbohydrates. So I used an app called My, uh, My, oh, I'm losing the name, My Net Diary. Um, I checked out a couple ones. This, this seemed really good. It had a very thorough, very um, full database of different types of foods that autocomplete as you, as you enter them that remember what you've entered. So if you have the same breakfast every day, you know, you can just start to type it and it'll fill it out for you. Um, but it does a nice breakdown of not only how many calories are in those things, but what what's the percentage of carbohydrates and, and proteins and all the other things that you need to keep track of. So by doing that, I was able to really um, keep track and look at the trends over time on, on how I was doing with my carbs and my sugar. Um, and that helped a lot too. It told me how many calories I had left for the day, uh, whether I should, you know, whether I needed to stop eating carbs after lunch or whatever. Um, I should point out that my wife brought this app to my attention. Mm. It's something that she found, and she had been tremendously supportive through all of this stuff. Um, so she was kind of my cheerleader. She was making sure that you know she cooked the things that I could eat, and then I would track and see how much of it I could have. Um, you know, it turned out to be. Not nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be, but it it did require me to kind of embrace the technology and listen to what it was telling me rather than just kind of shrug it off and ignore it and hit the dismiss button while I was sitting on the couch watching TV, which is really tremendously easy yeah. to do. Well, there's been a lot of research uh, that just the act of recording uh, in, in whether it's in an app or even on a piece of paper, what you eat makes you more aware of it and, and helps you move towards that do you think that was part of it too 
Yeah, I think that was a tremendous help. Um, and also just those little bits of success. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you can see the scale go down a little bit, it really motivates you to want to keep it going down. And it and it motivates you to not have that extra helping of mashed potatoes or whatever it is, because, you know, it's going to it's going to kill your trend and it's going to you know make you weigh a little bit more to tomorrow than you did today. Um, so, you know, the, the old saying nothing succeeds like success, I think, is really true. And um, the motivation kind of um, snowballs and, and the, the better you do, the more you want to do. Um, my walks turned more brisk. Um, they got a little bit longer. Um, eventually, I started, you know, incorporating some jogging in there. And I, I think you're a runner, too. I'll mm-hmm. never be a runner, but, um, but you know, I, I do. A, a hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Run, walk now. I have friends who do marathons all the time and... I'll never join them in that, but for the first time in my life, a 5K is not out of the question. Yeah, and and my doctor has pointed out that as I get older and my joints, you know, don't recover as much, walking is is just as good. Uh, if 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 a run isn't is making you more tired than it should, or it's making you hurt, uh, just getting out there and getting. 30 minutes of exercise is what she wants from me. So so these kinds of trackers, whether it's an Apple Watch or an Android Wear or, or just a Fitbit, uh, they sort of help remind you and motivate you and give you goals, I think, are, are important just to get you moving. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like how I know a lot of the, the fitness devices do this, but um, on my Apple Watch, for instance, it, it sort of gives me that that little bit of a, a cheerleader or cheerleader um, um, action at, at the mm-hmm. beginning of the day. You know, hey, you're usually farther ahead of with your rings by now, or, or you're really killing it. You know, keep it going. The only um, one I don't like is every morning it tells me like, all right, let's get going. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish I could turn that one off because I yeah. do like the progress check of like, hey, you're you're a little behind your move goal, but you can still get it. And I'm like, oh, right, okay, good to know. Yeah, right. Yeah. And towards the end of the day, you know, if you get the notification that says, hey, you're you almost close this ring, a brisk 15 minute walk. will do it. I'm probably going to take that walk just to close the ring. 
I've even just kind of started playing with the dogs and, and, and moving around the house a little because I was only a couple minutes away. I'm yeah. like, well, it'll be fun for them. It'll get me over the edge. Uh, and again, if you were, if I was just doing a daily walk, I wouldn't have done that extra bit. Right. And so the, right. those little extra bits, uh, I think they add up over time. Yeah, absolutely. Is everything good? With you now is, is is are you in 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 uh, on a on a level playing field? I don't mean to pry into your health, but it but it seems like uh, th- th- this has had a positive effect. Yeah, I think I've put it out there enough that you don't have to worry about prying. Right, I've, I've made this condition pretty public. So, um, thank you for asking. Uh, yes, I dropped about uh, a little over fifty pounds all told. Um, I, my waist size went from, uh, this is in the article, so it's, you know, it's no secret. Um, my waist went from about a 38 to a 32. I dropped two sizes in my, my sport jackets, which was good and bad because I have, I like sport jackets and I have a whole collection of them that I can't <laughs> I wear anymore. Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, and more importantly, my blood sugar is down. So I get my, uh, I never did have to take daily, um, sticks, daily blood Mm-hmm. sugar tests, um, thankfully. But my A1C, which is sort of a cumulative look over the past three months, has come, come down to the point where I'm no longer considered diabetic. I no longer read as diabetic. Um, I also was able to cut the medicine that I was on in half. Mm-hmm. And the hope is that I'll be able to go off that completely fairly soon. Now, you say you didn't have to do the daily blood t- test. Uh, what were you doing to sort of monitor this situation? Uh, I I just went to regular doctor's visits and they mm-hmm. would do an, an in-office test whenever I went in there. Uh, and then other than that, it was really those three-month A1C tests. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for me at the, the level that I was on. He was confident enough that the medication that I was on was going to do the job. Um, had I not kind of turned things around, I think the next step would have been to start doing the daily blood tests. Yeah. Uh, and you've got some good recommendations for for monitoring tech uh, in your article at Macworld. We'll, we'll link to that in the show notes at dailytechnewsshow.com as well. I, I think this is a great example for people, not because, oh, if you don't wear a tracker, <laughs> it could be a danger to you. I think it's a great example of even though a tracker or a smartwatch is not necessarily a medical device per se, it has the effect of bringing your attention to your own health more. Now, in a very dramatic way in your case, regarding the blood clots, of course, uh, but but even even just as important, I think, is is getting you on the road to a to a healthier blood sugar level, healthier weight and all of that. Uh, and to me, that that diet, they always say diet, diet and fitness, diet and exercise. That's what you need to do. And it's really hard to do. And And I think people feel guilty that they can't do it but that's the natural human state. The natural, we, you know, we evolved to conserve energy right. because there wasn't enough of it out there, and now we have an abundance. So these sorts of technologies, I think, help balance the scale a little and say, hey, let's let's find another way to push you towards doing what's good for you. Yeah, exactly. And and a couple things that came out of that. So one, people who hadn't seen me in a while looked at me and and looked at the weight that I had lost and wanted to know, obviously, how did you do it? You sure. know, and everybody was looking for some kind of you know, magic pill or, or secret technique or something. And they got very disappointed when I said <laughs> the the trick is to move more and eat less. Yeah. And, you know, it's really as simple as that. And the other thing is that um, the technology, you know, you make a great point. It doesn't have to be, you know, medically precise. It doesn't have to be to the, you know, 10th decimal or, or whatever. Um, it just ha- has to give you the feedback 
to help you keep moving in the right direction. And technology in any aspect of your life is just a tool. And if you use it as a tool in, in to do this kind of thing, um, it can be really helpful. It can it can help motivate you. It can help you, um, you know, look at those trend lines. And again, you know, seeing that that weight line drop slowly over the weeks is incredibly motivating. And getting those notifications that hey, it's time to take a walk. You know, if that can break you out of whatever you're doing and get you outside and and get you moving, then you know, all the better. And although I used an Apple Watch and and I use mostly Apple products. It doesn't have to be an Apple Watch, you know, um, a, a, a Fitbit, uh, a Garmin um, Vivo Fit. Mm. You know, the, they all do similar things. And use the tools that are comfortable to you. Use the tools that are going to work for you. But just use the tools. I, it's a really good point because I think sometimes as geeks, uh, we get caught up in the data precision of it, right? And and. As a data nerd myself, I love looking over those trend lines. I love seeing, like, what were my beats per minute? Oh, my resting heart rate's up to 60 now. Why is that? And I think that's where folks get frustrated when they realize, well, wait a minute. This isn't what my doctor says. This isn't accurate. I read this story. Uh, I would say that satisfy your inner data nerd with your trend lines, you know, with with that psychological aspect. That's just as helpful and and just as interesting uh, to follow even if the engineering part of your mind isn't going to be satisfied with the precision. Right. And I would go to my doctor's appointments, you know, wanting to match what I saw on my scale at home. And of course, you know, I'm wearing clothes when I'm at the doctor's office and their scale is probably a lot more precise than mine. So if it was two or three pounds more than what I weighed at home, I would, you know, initially get a little bit upset about it. <laughs> and let me and take off so, my shoes. Uh, hold yeah, exactly. On. I would wear the yeah. lightest clothes that I had to <laughs> right. the doctor's appointments. I, you know, I, I, I was surprised the first time I showed uh, the Apple Watch stats to my doctor. I wasn't sure if she'd want to look at them. She was excited. She's like, oh, yeah, let me see. And she, she went right in to the, the steps and the minutes. Those were the, she didn't care about heart rate. She didn't care about any of that stuff. Uh, she, she, she had her own data for me on that. But she wanted to see, like, what are your trend lines? And she pointed out, okay, what happened here where you didn't have your 30 minutes a day? And I was like, oh, that's when I was traveling. She's like, okay, well, you know, try to at least push that up a little. And it was great because that's what she was recommending too was, you know, keep monitoring your progress and keep trying to make those trends go up. Yeah, yeah. I'll put a word in for some of the accessories, though. Um, not so much with the diabetes, but when I had the heart, the the blood clot issues, and I needed to really monitor things, I was very, very impressed at how accurate some of these things um, uh, can be. The blood pressure cuffs, the pulse ox monitors. Um, they were, you know, I spent way more time than I ever wanted to using hospital equipment to take these measurements. So I got an idea of what those numbers were. And those things were were really accurate for the most part. And because they're so convenient, you know, you can do it anytime you want. And so you can have this, you know, almost continual awareness of how your body's doing and you can make these minor adjustments. Now, having said that, I'd guard against, you know, worrying too much about what today any single day's readings are because, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, we're all geeks and we can get too caught up in the numbers. But if you look at those things, you know, those trend lines over, you know, a week or two, uh, and just make adjustments based on what you're seeing, they can be really helpful. You were using additional equipment too, like a cuff to, tra- you know, you weren't trying to get your blood pressure just off the wrist monitor. Uh, and those those will be a, a little better data, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was using those to kind of supplement 
the the information mm-hmm. that I was getting in between doctor's appointments yeah, yeah, just yeah. to get a ballpark of where I was. Well, Chuck, thank you so much uh, for sharing your story, not just online, but here uh, with us at DTNS. I'm happy to do it. Thanks for having me, Tom. Uh, Chuck, as I mentioned, editor and publisher of randommaccess.com, and we'll have links to the two Macworld stories we talked about. Of course, you can look for his writing uh, all over the web, uh, Macworld, Fast Company, and beyond. Check him out on BTN. Uh, Anything else that we should mention? Uh, if you want to kind of stay up to date with me, I'm at Chuck Latornis on Twitter, and I kind of you know put out uh, teases, teasers and links to everything I'm doing there. Excellent. Uh, thank you all for supporting us and allowing us to uh, have these extra episodes uh, that go into your feed. Again, patrons get these right away, uh, and if you're getting it in the public feed, they come out on the weekends. So if you want to get them a little earlier, you can support us at patreon.com slash DTNS. We'll talk to you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20 plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.